Hey everyone, we are live with Funnels and Follow-Up, and this week our guest is Eric Johnson. Eric K. Johnson. What's the K for, Eric? The K is because there's so many other Eric Johnsons. There's a great guitar player named Eric Johnson. There's a great hockey player named Eric Johnson. So I had to be Eric K. Johnson. And my okay. first name is spelled with a K as well. So And your first name is spelled with a K as well. You teach coaches, consultants, and content creators how to attract their ideal clients by using a podcast, which is you know what we do here every week to demonstrate their expertise. You've been near the top of radio ratings since 2000. Wow. I don't think our I don't think all of our um, listeners have been around since 2000. I attract a lot of millennials. So your company is Podcast Talent Coach. You've coached numerous podcasts podcasters to even greater success and national recognition. So attracting new clients in the noisy advertising world is expensive. We all know that it's time consuming. You know you're you're throwing sometimes good money after bad. So you're going to tell us about how we can attract new clients this way, podcasting by spending two hours a week to build your brand and attract clients without a steep learning curve. We're also going to talk a little bit about the 21 steps necessary to have your podcast up and running in 30 days. You teach coaches, consultants, content creators, how to use their podcast to uh, create powerful, profitable relationships with potential ideal clients. Um, and of course, the power of storytelling. So let's jump right into it. That sounds like a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it, sounds, it sounds like we're going to go through a lot. And there's like even, even more stuff over here. So kind of let's jump right into it. You're saying now. And now. You know, we, we love not uh timing these things you know we love uh when a podcast is evergreen we all love a, an evergreen podcast and yet uh as we record this this is a crazy time and i'm going to guess that you know in a year two years there'll be another crazy time so replace the words covid-19 with the crazy time of whether it's your personal life or the world's life but you're saying you know is now a great time? Is it not a great time to start a podcast? Let's talk a little bit about that. It is a great time to start a podcast um, because we all have a lot of time on our hands uh, to create and our listeners have a lot of time on their hands to discover new and entertaining entertainment. So now is the perfect time to start a podcast. There's over a million podcasts available right now in the world. But unfortunately, only about half a million of those are active because uh, people people jump in thinking it's going to be easy and they don't know uh, they don't know A from Z and right. they get they get lost and frustrated because nobody's there to help them along the way and they give up too easily. So right. uh, it is a great time to start a podcast if you follow the steps and you know what you're doing. I think that's I think that's true. I mean, it's, you know, it's a great time to start a business if you follow the steps and know what you're doing. It's a great time to seriously pivot your business if you follow the steps and know what you're doing. Um, but it, yeah, with those statistics, people are at home. Um, do people, and you might not know the answer to this question, but do people listen to podcasts more when they're sitting at their desk working or when they're driving? 
thing or when they're, you know, trying to walk around the block two or three times, avoiding uh, contact with other people and avoiding putting on the extra weight that we hear is going going on around this time? When do they listen to podcasts? <laughs> well, that's the great thing about podcasts. When you compare podcasts to like a uh, video or uh, a book or a right. blog or a magazine, podcasts are portable. You can listen to them anywhere. So uh, do people listen to them while they're working? Absolutely. Do they listen to them while they're working out? Yep. Do they listen to them while they're driving and while they're working and while they're mowing the lawn and while they're exercising? Y yes, to all of those. All That's the about, great okay. thing about podcasting is that it's, it's portable and you can do it whenever you want. It's such a personal medium. Okay. And you can, you can pick out whatever podcasts. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, um, a, one of the, you know, podcasters convention contest winners was a podcast teaching people how to knit. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's a podcast for everything. Let's talk a little bit about that because people might say, oh, you know, well, that's great, but I don't know that there is a I don't know that what I do is podcastable. Is that a word? <laughs> sure it is. It is now. I had a client um, that I that I was working with. He podcasts about fish and fishing. He just he loves to fish, and so he created a podcast about fishing and uh, created a great audience with it, and then got a sponsor from a, a national fishing. Um, uh, manufacturer like of, of rods and reels and, right. and all of the fishing gear that comes along with it. I have another guy, uh, a client who does a Jeep podcast. He podcasts about Jeeps cause he's a big off-roader and he loves Jeeps and he's getting sponsors from, um, Jeep magazines and events and things like that. Uh, and one of my other clients works for a governmental agency and actually, uh, helps attract people who have disabilities to that agency and the national agency actually is now sponsoring his podcast. So there's a podcast for everything. And that is wild. Like you would think it's a government flipping agency, <laughs> right? I, I, you know, I have a disability. I am caretaking somebody with a disability. I just go to the government, but I guess people don't know enough about what's available. Absolutely. And that's what he does. And, and the way we positioned it to the governmental agency was how much are they spending to send out mass mailings to people who aren't even in their, um, even in their target where this podcast is specifically targeted to the exact people they want to reach. And we priced it as such and, um, uh, got himself a sponsorship. That's, that's amazing. So I want to talk before we get into some technical stuff and, uh, let's talk a little bit about monetizing a podcast because um, years ago, Barry and I uh, did our first podcast and we did it because of a, a, a this relatively unknown guy, um, John J. John Lee <laughs> Dumas. Uh, and he was making a little bit of money doing the podcast over a million bucks a month, folks. <laughs> Heard a little um, bit about it. Yeah, just a little bit of and 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 uh, and his uh, and his wonderful uh, girlfriend. I don't even know that they're engaged, uh, Kate Erickson. Um, but that's what inspired us. And uh, 
we never really monetized it that way. Let's talk about that. That's why people do it, I think. Well, I, a lot of people think the way to monetize a podcast is to clutter it up with a whole bunch of ads and sponsorships. And that's really not the best way to monetize your podcast. Your podcast should be used as a marketing vehicle for your business. If you have something that you're selling, uh, whether it's uh, a good or a service or coaching or consulting, use your podcast to demonstrate your authority in this space and use it to market your own goods and services. If you just use ads and sponsorships on your show, there's a ceiling and there's a, you know, and, it, and it's all dependent upon a large audience. If you don't have a large audience, it's going to be difficult to make meaningful revenue from sponsorships and advertising alone. Okay. So, um, let's talk a little bit more about the real, the real reason why you want to have a podcast, the real reason why you want to, you know, go through this each week, each, each, however often, um, how often should we, I'm, I, I, I'm all over the place. Um, <laughs> the nuns used to write about me in the report card and it wasn't pretty. Um, how often should you do a podcast? Let's start with that. Well, weekly podcast is ideal. Uh, daily podcast is difficult uh, because it, it takes a lot of time to create a daily a daily show. Um, right. That has to be your sole focus if that's what you're going to do. If it's less than weekly, um, you're you have a tough time attracting an audience because people are creatures of habit. They're they're they get used to coming to listen to your show on whatever day they listen. I mow my yard every Saturday, so that's the that's the day I listen to the podcast. Or you know, I listen to the podcast on Mondays when I go to the gym. That's the day I listen to the podcast. That's the great thing about podcasts is they can listen on their their terms. So it doesn't matter what day you publish; they're going to listen on the day that makes sense for them. So my favorite podcast is published every Friday. I listen every Sunday because that's when I'm working in the garage. So okay. they listen on their time and they're creatures of habit. So if you're publishing every week, you, they get in the habit of listening to you every week of the same day. Okay. So it, it, it doesn't matter when you publish, just as long as when your listeners are listening, there's something new to listen to. Absolutely. So if I'm listening every Sunday and I come and I expect there to be a new episode there on Sunday, when I'm ready to listen, there better be an episode there. It's that consistency. You're creating a, a relationship with your audience and you're in their lives every Sunday when they're ready to listen to you. So as long as you create consistency uh, and you're creating that relationship, that's the power of a podcast. It's We talk so much about funnels here and the, the podcast is how you bring people into that funnel. You have to get out and you have to create those relationships with people and get them to know you and like you and trust you to want to enter your funnel. And a podcast is a great way to do that because you're creating that bond. They're getting to know you through the stories that you tell on your on your, uh, on your your podcast. Just like you started getting into talking a little bit about the nuns and about how they used to write about you in the report card. That's how people get to know you. You tell little stories like that and they go, you know what, that Catherine, I like her. I, you know, she's just got that little spunk about her. And they, they start creating that relationship with you, even though you've never met them. When you right. meet them, they go, I've been listening to you for years. I feel like I know you, like you listen, like you and I could go out for a drink. Like they get that, they, they build that bond. And that's so powerful when you're trying to bring people into your funnel, you get to demonstrate your expertise in your space and they get to know you, you get to start the relationship. Just by, just by talking to them through a podcast, just by telling a story or, you know, 
but it, it, it can't be that um, sporadic. It can't be that all over the place. So what is a good format? Yeah, because we've got four and a half hours for you to go over this. But <laughs> what do you, you want to ideally accomplish in your podcast? Well, and that's what you need to decide before you hit record. It's on this episode, we're going to talk about these three things. And, and then you need to step back and ask yourself, all right, why are we talking about these three things? Where do you want this pod? Where do you want this episode to lead? When they, when your listener gets to the end of the episode, what's next? What do you, how do you want them to transform? How do you want them to be better? And then what's the next step they're going to take to continue the conversation with you? The episode just can't end and go into oblivion and then nothing's there. They have to be able to continue that conversation. If you want more of this, come to my website. If you want to continue the conversation, join me on Facebook. If you want to uh, connect with me, shoot me an email. There's got to be some way to connect after the episode. So before you hit record, you need to ask yourself, what do I want? What do I want my listeners to do when the episode's over? Figure okay. out what that goal is and then work your way backwards and start, get right into it. So then I'm just going to, a banner that we sometimes have is the coincoaching.com slash schedule. If you'd like to schedule some time with us and, you know, chat or whatever. So that would be a, a call to action as, as it is called. Absolutely. So on this, on this podcast, we're getting to know you, we're getting to like you. We think, you know what, Catherine might be able to help me in my business and help me build my funnel. You know, at the end of this, we've started building that relationship. I want to know about, I want to know more about, uh, what Cohen consulting does. I want them to be able to help me build my funnel. How can I get in touch with them? And then I hit that coaching website right there at the end. Now that right. we've started to create the relationship, we've given them some useful information. We've given them a taste of what we can help them do and help them accomplish. And then we send them there. Now, let's say it's a fishing podcast. You go, yeah, but I don't teach people how to fish. Like, what's that going to be? Well, if you have an affiliate program where you're selling the latest reel, um, you know, in this episode, we might do a... a a uh, comparison test, an A-B test, this reel next to another reel and how they cast and how they, how they, uh, it does the, the string get tangled up and that sort of thing. I don't know much about fishing, but you know, if you do an A-B test to them and you determine that they're both really good, you have an affiliate link on your website, send them over there to buy one of the reels. So affiliate links are great. Um, Absolutely. And, and we, we want to, um, really, uh, promote Listeners, there are things that you use in your business. There are things that you love that you are using in your business. We're not talking about starting a whole new business and starting, you know, and getting a downline and an upline and a sideline and an inside outline and all those right. things we're talking about. For example, I'm going to say Kartra. Kartra is the, um, is the program that Barry and I use, little, little, self-promotion here. It's a program that we use and uh, we love and we know and we encourage other people to use it. So we have Cohen Coaching slash Kartra and that is an affiliate link. We, we would like other people to use it. I encourage you, please get affiliate links for those products and services that you use and that you truly, truly believe in. Not just for the money people because that's just annoying. 
Um, so but if you, build a, if you build a page on your site with all of the resources that you use and you yep. just tell people, hey, I'm, I am recommending these because I use them and love them. I've made yep. them affiliate links. So if you do happen to purchase, I make a, a couple dollars on it. Um, but that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I believe in these. If it were just for the money, I'd have 17 of the same thing up there just because I'm looking for your 14 cents. Right. And, and by the way, that is a legal thing. Um, just check with your attorney, but there is a legal thing you, there's my fingers. There's a legal <laughs> thing that you have to put onto your, um, affiliate page that says, yeah, I'm going to make money off of this. So yeah, that's a little disclaimer. It's a little disclaimer. That's, you know, I just like to put that out there. So how much technical knowledge do you need to get started with doing a podcast? very little. There's not a lot of people look at it from the outside and think it's a real difficult and, and technical, technically intensive sort of endeavor. If you can upload a video to Facebook, you can, you can create a podcast. It's really not that difficult. You know, I talk about my 21 step launch process. After you get through those 21 steps and you get your show up and running, you really only have to do nine of those every week to get your show published consistently. It's really not that difficult. You record it and you edit it, which you've probably done in uh, iMovie, or e if you can edit a Word document, you can edit some audio. It's really not that difficult. And then if you can upload a photo to uh, Facebook, you can upload an audio file to Libsyn or whatever hosting service you're going to use. Then you create a blog post and you post it and you're good to go. I mean, it's, there's, it's not that difficult. Easy peasy. And and we made it even simpler. We do our podcast live and what you see is what you get. Right. Right. So many people waste so much time editing. I got to take out every um. I'm like, why do you do that? Like people say, um, like, well, leave it in there. It sounds like a real conversation. Here's a tip. A lot of people want to go in and they want to edit out all of the, the gaps, like the silence. When you're, when your guest is trying to think of an answer, leave that in there. It creates this wonderful anticipation with your listeners, like they're wondering what's going to happen next. And when you can make your listeners sit on their edge of the seat and wonder what's going to happen next, that's gold. Leave that there. Why would you ruin your discussion by going and taking that out? That's crazy. Exactly. It is a, a podcast interview is a conversation and oh my gosh, we've all seen over edited videos, over edited podcasts where they, and then the next line it, and it sort of sounds like as if you were doing a, <laughs> phone call through the mountains <laughs> and it's horrible. It's absolutely right. horrible. It, it, um, there's not a rhythm and our brains like rhythm. Our brains like to be able to grasp onto something and listen and have it not put you to sleep, not a rhythm where we're putting you to sleep, but an expectancy for the next word, the next thought, even well, if you're to pause. Your brain has to have time to process the information. And mm -hmm. if you're if you're editing it so it's jammed all together and it's just rapid fire at your brain, your brain can't keep up. It has to have that natural flow to it for your brain to comprehend the discussion that's going on. So please stop over editing your podcasts. <laughs> yes. Save yourself the time. Go do something else. Go promote your podcast instead. Excellent idea. Excellent idea. So is a podcast better than a blog or a YouTube channel? 
in some ways, in some ways, uh, the the benefit of the podcast, like we talked about a little earlier, is its portability. I mean, it can go anywhere. Everybody, almost everybody has a smartphone on them and they can get podcasts right there on their smartphone and right. you can subscribe to it and it shows up there every week and it's there like clockwork, which is fantastic. However, uh, listeners and, and your consumers, your ideal client, they like to consume content in a way that they like to consume content. Some of them like video, some of them like a blog, some of them like audio, some of them like to experience it one-on-one -on -one with you. You need to deliver your content in all of those ways. So my recommendation is create the video just like this, then strip the audio and make it a podcast, then transcribe it and make it a blog, and then upload it to Facebook and put it on YouTube and send it out in your newsletter. So do the work once and use it over five or six different platforms and save yourself a whole bunch of time, but meet your ideal client on their terms where they want to consume it. Right. We're boys and girls. We're attracting people to us. Don't make it too hard. Right. Don't, right. Don't drive them crazy. If they want to read, give them something to read. If they want to listen, give them something to listen. If they want to watch, give them something to watch. But the trick is use the same content in all of those places. Don't make yourself do more work. No, we don't. We don't want extra work. We want to repurpose the content. Uh, I know on, on a previous podcast, we talked about retargeting and what that means. It's sort of the same thing. You want to repurpose. You want to take what you have and use it again and again and again and again in different ways on different platforms. So you hit a different audience. It's, I equate it a lot like um, when you listen to the same story over and over again. Um, I think church, synagogue, mosque, temple, I'm trying to cover all my bases here, but when you're regularly attending one of those places um, and especially cyclical stories that you hear every year, every, you know, every year, this time of year, we hear this story. And yet we get something out of it because we hear it with new ears. It's kind of the same with your podcast. People will get out of the same video and then audio and then reading it will get something different each and every time. So make all of those available to your listening audience, to your potential clients, which is what we're talking about. That funnel, that amazing, amazing funnel. Eric. Absolutely. The, the podcast is the great place to start that relationship and get people to, to uh, become familiar and become aware uh, of you. Awareness is the, is the, the starting point. And uh, the most people find out about podcasts through word of mouth. And when you can get others to talk about you and discover your podcast, that's the start of the relationship. That's genius. That's genius. So what is the best way that you have seen a podcaster use their show to attract clients? This I'm really interested in. Well, there's, there's a ton of ways to use your podcast to attract clients. You can demonstrate your expertise and your authority on there. You can demonstrate your coaching by helping people. You can uh, demonstrate your products or your, your books and that sort of thing. But one of my clients, she only uses her podcast to attract her ideal clients. She finds the corporations that she wants to work with, and she invites that CEO on the show 
uh, as a guest so she can begin nurturing that relationship right there rather than saying, Hey, uh, can we get coffee this morning so I can pitch you? Uh, and then, you know, your ideal clients are putting up the blockade. She reaches out and says, Hey, can I invite you on my podcast so we can talk about what you do and talk about your business and your company and how you help people. And we can make you look like a superstar. And then they say, absolutely. They come on the show and that's how she begins nurturing that relationship. And then a month or two down the road, after she's really helped them and promoted them and, and, and uh, driven more clients to that business, then she gets in there in a consultant manner and, uh, and starts to work with them as a client. She doesn't even care about how many downloads she gets. She's only using the podcast to network with the people that she wants to get close to. That is an amazing idea. That that is a great idea, and it is the the podcast is ultimately to get information out there. Of course, to um, you know, to help your listening audience or to entertain your listening audience, and you you have to have an end in mind, and and that is a that is a great demonstration of I have the end in mind. The end is when I call this person up and ask them for business, I mean, obviously it's more complicated than that, but when I call this person up and ask them for business, I've already done something for them. Absolutely. I've shown them my stuff. I've already shown them what I can do for them and, and how I can help them. It's almost like the dream 100 concept where you're trying to get close to the 100 people that have your ideal clients as their audience so yep. they can introduce you to their audience. This is a perfect way to do that. Reach out to your dream 100 and bring them on your podcast and interview them. And all of a sudden you're starting to make that uh, connection. You're doing something for them. You're exposing them to an audience and helping them promote their book or their business or their course or whatever it is they have. And you're starting to create that relationship. It's a great way to open the door to the dream 100. Okay. So that's a, that's a, that's a writer downer, <laughs> a writer downer, or a writer downer, the dream 100, the 100 people that you want to have influence over. You want to get to, you want that have your same audience. You know, that's the whole concept of, of joint venture partnerships and, and, and working with other people and doing projects together. It's about, I provide this service, you provide this service, different services, but the people underneath that need it, same people. It's same. just complimentary services to the same audience. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that and that's what you know, and that's what you want to have, and that's what you want to do. So that dream 100. That's a great focus for your podcast. Yeah, that concept came about through uh, Chet Holmes in his book, The Ultimate Selling Machine. And uh, it's a great book, but he's got a chapter in there on the Dream 100. And Russell Brunson uses it now, and so many others have taken it and really blown it up. It's a great concept. Rather than trying to find a million people, go find the 100 people that are already talking to those million people and get close to them. Yeah. And you, it is impossible um, for you to... My opinion, okay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my opinion. Kind of impossible for you to reach out to each and every one of those million people or 100,000 people or whatever and go through the routine, even if you reach out with podcasts, with being interviewed, with any, any of that stuff, and going through the routine of, hi, 
I'm Catherine. I'm a business coach. This is what I do. Hi, I'm Eric. I'm a podcast coach. This is what I do. It's kind of impossible. Right. But when I say to my audience, you need a podcast. You want to have a podcast. You want to go out and, and do this podcast and give the best, the very best of yourself out to potential clients because they can't do it on their own. They'll, they'll try and they'll fail and then they'll come back to you. And if you want to have the best podcast, don't stumble, don't screw it up and waste time and then get frustrated and throw your hands in the air. No. Audience, people who listen to Barry and I, do me a favor, listen to Eric. And that is what this is, that, that whole concept of the, of the top 100 is all about. I have people who need a podcast. I'm not teaching you myself. I'm sending you over to Eric. I'm saying this is the guy that will get your podcast up and running. Absolutely. And you can use the multiple ways to attract your ideal client. That's just one of them and, and demonstrating your expertise. Let's say I have people on, I do, uh, I, I, one of my friends does a, a podcast where every podcast is just a coaching session they do with people in their membership and they bring them on and they have a coaching session and they say, Hey, if you like this and you want to be part of it, here's where you go sign up. And it's just a way to demonstrate how they coach. There's so many ways for you to demonstrate what you do and attract your ideal clients with a podcast that there's just no reason to not have one right now. They're so easy and inexpensive to start. Um, now's the time. Absolutely. And if you don't know what, what you do is, here's my word again, podcastable, <laughs> talk to Eric. He will pull out what it is that you do and what the best part to put up on a podcast to show off your talents and your skills. Have you helped a client really transform their podcast? Absolutely. One of my clients came to me. He was a, he's an author and uh, he's a consultant. He goes into corporations and helps teams be better listeners. And his whole first season of his podcast, all he did was interviews. He would get on and he would interview these great people. And he came to me after probably about 50 episodes and he said, it's not doing anything to drive my business. And yeah. I said, I said, well, yeah, because all you do is talk to them about how great their business is. I don't hear anything about your business. Like we need to talk about you and your superpower and what you do. Like, and there's ways to do that in an interview. You can like in this interview right here, Catherine, you've done a great job telling people that you coach them and how you help them with their funnel. And that's been part of this conversation. Even though you're interviewing me, we've still been able to promote your business in it. He wasn't doing that. He was only talking about them. And at the end of the episode, he would say, here's how you can get a hold of them. And that would be it. And I said, well, wait a minute. What about you? What about your website? Like, and so we took it and we transformed it. And the whole second season was just him telling stories and teaching. And then he would use clips from the interviews to support what he was teaching. He would go back and he would say, oh, Catherine, back in episode 43, talked about this. And he would play a clip of that interview and he would teach and he would tell. And all of a sudden he st starts getting booked as a speaker and he starts getting more consulting clients. And next thing you know, Apple Podcast named him one of the uh, test 10 best educational podcasts in Australia. Like it was it, it went from zero to 100. It was phenomenal.
just because we took the content and we tweaked it a little bit. Right. So there, there is a method to this madness. There's absolutely a method to starting out with, you know, who do I want to attract? Who is my ideal client? Who, whose pain point do I serve the best? What is that pain point? And then going into, well, how do I do this? How do I best get it over, over to my audience? How do I best attract people? So there, there is a method to this madness. Um, I know when we did our first podcast a number of years ago, it was just, well, we're a couple in business. Let's interview <laughs> other couples in business. And we made friends and we had great relationships from that. Right. Um, and, you know, the assumption, there was a call to action. You know, if you're a couple in business, the assumption was only couples in business would listen to the show and they would definitely need our coaching. And that's not how it worked because there was not ever, as you, as you pointed out a few times, there wasn't ever, what do I want as my end result? There was never that. Yeah. What's the goal of the episode? You know, I've, I've been in radio for 30 years. Uh, and when I started listening to podcasts, I started thinking, man, if, if podcasters only had the basics that we've learned in radio to attract an audience and get them to take action with the clients that we have on the air with us, yeah. uh, if, if podcasters could just learn a few of those basics, they would be head and shoulders amongst so many others out there. And so that's really why I went into coaching podcasters, because I saw there was just uh, podcasters didn't know what they didn't know. And so I was just able to take what I'd learned over coaching radio talent for 25 years and being in radio for 30 and use that coaching for podcasters to help them transform their information into real entertainment so they can create some engaging relationships with their audience and attract their ideal clients and turn those into powerful, profitable relationships with each of their listeners. And we did that by just uh, structuring a show around an ideal target listener and building a, a show clock that has a goal in mind and and just putting some basics in place. It was really, it uh, to me, it was fairly easy because I'd been doing it for 30 years. But sure. when I teach podcasters that, they were like, oh, well, why didn't I think of that? Well, because you don't know what you don't know. And that's the thing. Exactly. And, and a lot of times with radio, you have a whole team around you. You've got all these people, you've, you know, you've, you've got some people with experience. It's a, it's a different set of rules. And yet those rules apply to podcasting. Podcasting has been, still is a lot of the wild, wild west. So you need to rein it in. You need to, you need to figure out who, why, what they need, and then put it together consult with somebody like you and get the show together, get it, get it all done. So what I'm going to do is put up, dun, 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 Eric, tell us about the wonderful free gift that you have for our listening audience. So if you don't have a podcast yet, if you go to podcasttalentcoach.com slash launch, uh, you can get a 21 point checklist that will walk you through launching your podcast and an accompanying video that will even walk you through that 21 point checklist, show you exactly what you need to do and how easy it can be to get a podcast launched in 30 days. If you take 
consistent action on it. Podcasttalentcoach.com slash launch. You can download it for free right there. Both the video and the 21 point checklist are there for you. And if you take action and you do the steps that are on that sheet, um, some of them take five minutes, some of them take two hours. But if you take consistent action, you'll have a show up in a month. Okay. And what if you already have a show? If you already have a show, head on over to podcasttalentcoach.com slash coaching, and uh, you and I will get on a free call where I'll help you develop a strategy for your show over the next year to help you reach your goals. There's no strings attached. There's no, no, no it's not a sales pitch in disguise. I'm not going to switch pitch you at the end of it. You and I just love talking to podcasters and really helping them um, realize the potential of a podcast. So it's podcasttalentcoach.com slash coaching. There's a video there that'll walk you through it. And it's a free call. It's uh, we'll, you and I'll just get on the phone. We'll figure out where you want to go in 12 months, what you want to do with your podcast. And then I'll help you figure out how to put that uh, plan together to get you there over the next year. All right. So podcasttalentcoach.com, it's either a slash launch or slash coaching. Absolutely. If you, want, if you want to figure out, as we always say, who it is that is, in fact, your ideal client, go to createmyavatar.com. That's a whole checklist and things to think about as to who your ideal client is. It is not anyone and everyone with skin. <laughs> right. <laughs> if your podcast is for everyone, it's for no one. Like That's you right. have, you have to go to createmyavatar.com. That's the foundation of your show. If you don't know who you're targeting, uh, you're not, you're never going to hit it. So that we have to start there first. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have a lot of resources for you. Um, we're going to go ahead and put up the resources, uh, on the Facebook page in, um, on the YouTube channel, the Cohen coaching YouTube channel, Eric, any last, uh, ideas, thoughts to leave our audience with? Uh, now is the time to start a podcast. Studies show that podcast is growing about 20% a year, which means if we're at a million now, it could double in five years. How crazy is that? Get in on it. People are listening to podcasts. They're listening to them on a, on a weekly basis. Uh, it, uh, other studies show that an average podcast listener listens to six different podcasts every week. Okay. And Why that, aren't you one of them? Like, get started today. Like, get in. Let's go. Right. And it's it's professional podcasts. It's entertainment podcasts. It's, you know, personal how-to podcasts, everything. So whatever it is that you're doing, do a podcast for it. Eric, thank you so much for being on the show. Catherine, thanks for having me. Tell Barry I said hi. Uh, sorry you couldn't be here today. And uh, no, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. And we'll speak soon. Everybody, um, make sure you take a look and click and download all that great information. Thanks, Eric. Thanks. Bye.